Hello there and welcome back to another episode of the Manifest Podcast. My name is Sarah Prout and if this is your very first time listening to the show, welcome in. I am so excited to connect with you because I know that so many of you right now are going through a phase of awakening, of deepening or having a willingness to deepen your understanding of manifestation and the law of attraction. And there really hasn't been a more exciting time than right now to really dive in to the more spiritual elements of the life experience. But with that being said, today's topic is a little bit, hmm, how should I put this? It's triggering for you if you have tried manifestation in the past and perhaps it hasn't worked out for you. So today's topic is this, when manifestation is not working and what to do. I am an absolute expert on this subject because I have spent the last, let's just say 43 years on the planet, (laughs) testing and trying out different methods of creation, whether it's through visualization, through ritual practice, through emotional empowerment. These are all ways in which I have guided my energy to be able to put together the teachings that I share with you guys, not only on the podcast, but through many of my courses and the books that I write. But the one thing, the one thing that I really want you to understand before we dive into today's topic is why I believe that I'm qualified to speak on the topic of when manifestation is not working. I mean, this is my job. I am a manifestation teacher. I've been doing this professionally for over a decade. I have worked with so many incredible people around the world. I have worked with CEOs of companies. I've worked with high high performance executives. I've worked with celebrities. I've had the honor of working with such a broad spectrum of different types of people from different backgrounds. And so I have seen and had the honor of seeing behind the scenes of what we need to do when the things that we really want to manifest into our lives just simply are not showing up, that we might have plateaued in our business. I mean, I've experienced that personally. I have experienced relationship plateaus. There have been things that I've been just so passionate about manifesting that have made it to my intention lists and on my vision board year after year after year. And yet, and yet they still do not show up. So today I'm going to be sharing with you some of the ways in which you can navigate that because it is so important. Manifesting your desires is a powerful tool that can bring your dreams into reality, but sometimes it just doesn't feel like it's working no matter what you are doing. So In this episode today of the podcast, we will explore the reasons why manifestation may not be working for you, and I'll also provide you with some practical solutions to get back on track. At this point, I would love to encourage you to take a screenshot of this episode and share it, because number one principle of manifestation is that the energy that you put out there comes back to you. And so simply by the word of mouth and kind energy of people like you that are listening to the show and benefiting so much from these tips, ideas, and secrets, simply by sharing this energy, you attract more energy into your life. So if you could do that, that would mean the world to me because that means that this 
work, this platform for sharing the the art of manifestation with as many people as possible can go out there to the people that really need it. So we'll also discuss the importance of aligning with your beliefs and with your goals to get clear on your desires so you can take action and release resistance and practice gratitude and trust the process. The number one thing that you must do on any manifestation journey to close the gap between intention to manifestation is to trust in the timing of your journey. So whether you are new to manifestation or you've been practicing for a while, this episode will provide you with valuable insights that will help to support you to manifest the life that you desire. You might also want to get a pen and a piece of paper or get out the notes app on your phone or get a stack of perhaps Dear Universe sticky notes if you have them. And if you haven't got them, go to dearuniverse.com and check those out. Those are so popular. We <laughs> we might run out soon. So if you want a really beautiful stack of lavender colored sticky notes, go and get yourself a set because I just, I use them all the time. I use them for my affirmations. This isn't an ad. <laughs> this is just me saying, get some sticky notes because what you are going to learn in today's episode is worth writing down. It's worth remembering so that you can anchor in this awareness and then make the appropriate changes in your life. And if you are new to the show, I just want to remind you that I don't script these episodes. I get behind the microphone when I feel inspired. Every Thursday, a new episode is released. So make sure you subscribe. And I do this from a space of intuitive flow. So I never really know what's going to come out. I just sometimes know that there are important key pieces that my intuition is guiding me to share with you. And so that's, that's usually why I share so vulnerably from my heart, because I always share what's going on in my life with my family, with my business, with whatever's going on, whether it's my health or my relationship, even though I don't share as much about my relationship that I used to, uh, I still have the intention in the future to really dive into some of those relationship mechanisms and how we can manifest stronger relationships, no matter where you are in your life, whether you are single, whether you are a attracting a soulmate or whether you're wanting to re-spark that connection with your current partnership. So staying on track for today, this is the first, the first point that I want you to write down, or I at least want you to pause and consider the beliefs that you have, because checking your beliefs, if something isn't manifesting for you, is one of the fastest ways to dismantle the energy. And so checking your beliefs is incredibly important. It's one of the most important factors in manifestation, because if you don't truly believe that you can manifest your desires, it will be really difficult to make it happen. And so take some time to evaluate your beliefs and make sure that they align with your goals. Because one thing is for sure, if you are not aligning with the energy of that which you desire, it is not going to allow itself in a state of receivership to manifest, to materialize into your reality. And I've seen this happen a countless amount of times where, for instance, you might want to manifest a whole bunch of money or a large sum of money. I don't know why I say whole bunch. I'm not five, a whole bunch of money. <laughs> uh, let's just say you want to manifest within your business a uh, hundred thousand dollars, that that is your income desire, goal, dream for a period of time, whether that's a month, which would be amazing, $100,000 a month or $100,000 a year, a six-figure check or 
client or job or something like that needs to land needs or you desire it to be attracted into your reality. How do you feel when you think about that? And for those of you that may be working on your abundance mindset right now, this can be challenging. And it's so important that you remember this very amazing quote. And I am paraphrasing, I believe, from one of my favorite new thought teachers of all time. Her name is Florence Scovel Shin. And in 1928, she wrote The Game of Life and How to Play It. I often refer to her. And she said, this wasn't in the game of life and how to play it. This was in, uh, oh my goodness, what's it called? The Intuitive Path, I think it is. Uh, One of her lesser known books. It was, if you feel comfortable with a million dollars, a million dollars will come to you. So it's essentially, like I mentioned at the top of the show, the energy you put out there will come back to you. How can you stretch your consciousness your beliefs around receiving money to match and align with your desires. So you are creating the space energetically to allow it to flow into your reality. So checking your beliefs, oh my goodness, in, in so many different ways and respects, it, it helps, it helps to allow what you want to come into your life. So for instance, if you believe that you, and this is a tough one, so I want you to know I'm holding your hand through this one. If you do not believe that you are worthy of receiving love, then it becomes harder to have a really healthy relationship. Be the love you wish to feel and it will change your world. So you have to allow yourself to love yourself, to be the person, the best version of yourself to show up in a relationship for a relationship to show up that's harmonious and happy and fulfilling rather than the headbutting, <laughs> the headbutting fiascos that so often happen when we attract partners in our lives that are healing or are there to heal the disowned parts of ourselves. I've, I've seen this happen so many times. I've experienced it myself that we attract the perfect partner at the perfect time that helps to heal our wounds. But when you show up, you have to do the work as well. It's not all on the other person responsible for your happiness. You have to show up and work on yourself. Check your beliefs. If you truly want to manifest happiness, what are things that you can do to shape your beliefs around happiness? And this is part of a much bigger topic, by the way. I think it's important to realize that many of our beliefs are shaped between the ages of zero to seven, how we were raised, who raised us, what were their belief patterns that were imprinted on our very moldable, malleable subconscious mindsets that are showing up today. And the great news is that you can dismantle those beliefs and then you can, you can create new beliefs. I remember, I mean, just as an example, and I'll I'll dive deep here. I remember, um, I never felt, I'm even stumbling on my words here. I never felt worthy enough of receiving love. And this is, this is a big thing to admit because publicly back in 2010, I met the love of my life on Twitter. It was like a storybook romance. He's this handsome young guy from Hollywood and he fell in love with me before we'd even met online. It sounds like a scam. I know, but it wasn't. (laughs) Um, and we, we met on Twitter and it was like this whirlwind romance. We'd been friends for a year just online. And then it was like a light switch went off and we were, we had such intense feelings and this knowing that we were destined to be together. But the flip side of that, and this is something that I wrote about in my book, Be the Love, my latest book, 
I write about how I had to learn how to receive love because I had just come out of a 10 year, very toxic marriage, which had a very different love language to it, radically different to cultivating a friendship and a partnership in business and in life and in co-parenting with this incredible young man. (laughs) We've been together nearly 13 years now. So it's, it's so weird to think back to the people that we were when our relationship first manifested. But for that to manifest, I had to release the resistance and the energetic blocks and the limiting beliefs that stopped me from manifesting. So I did try to manifest love earlier. I I went on dating sites and I, there were just so many different things that I tried, but of course you want to remember this one. And this is one you might want to write down. What is meant for you will manifest. What is meant for you will manifest. It always does and it always will. So when it's not working though, when you are literally doing everything or seemingly thinking that you are doing all the right things, there are some things that you can do and that is dismantling the resistance. So once we've checked our beliefs, we look at the ways in which we're putting up walls and blocks and It's so important to release that resistance. You may have heard me talk about this in the past, that I believe that every single moment falls into two categories. It is either going towards love, which is flow. It is inspiration. It is happiness. It's good feeling joy, right? Or it's the second bucket, which is fear. And that creates resistance. And sometimes we put up the blocks whether we consciously realize it or not. And it could be through holding on to negative thoughts or emotions that block the manifestation. And so it's important to try to release any resistance or negative thought patterns that may be holding you back. And sometimes, oh my goodness, this is again, I could, I could speak for hours. I could literally hold some kind of symposium on this topic that the thing that is so important to realize when it comes to releasing resistance is to look at your physical environment. Is it cluttered? Is it allowing flow to be drawn into that energetic vacuum? Or are you living in chaos? Is there lots of drama in your household? Are you entering into conflicts with different people? Are you surrounding yourself with people that want to see you succeed, not people that just want to rain on your parade or you know, serial party poopers that are like, well, that's never going to happen or that's fanciful thinking. You want to make sure that you surround yourself with like-minded kindred spirits that can really help support you on your journey. And this is why I'm so passionate about many of the people that are drawn to my work and the different programs. And I am offering a brand new program that is coming soon, but I can't say anything about it just yet, but this will really help you to surround yourself with the support that you need if you feel like you are on your own and it just feels like a never ending task to release resistance and, you know, dismantle your beliefs. So what else can you do if things aren't manifesting? You can ease up on yourself as well. That's what I want you to do. I want you to trust the process because manifestation is a process and it doesn't happen overnight. And so often we think that it's, it's just our minds that are responsible for working with the law of attraction. And we may have, you may have read the secret or you may have taken a course and you see the person that's presenting the course that has manifested all of the things that you want and they make it look so easy and yet nothing happens. (laughs) And that's because what is meant for you will manifest, that you are literally on your own divine 
journey and everything that appears in your reality. It's not about the physical stuff. You don't want to be one of those people that is just purely fixated on the material side of manifestation. Like the, I can fly first class here and I can manifest a handbag here and look at my fancy watch. Not that there is anything wrong with that. (laughs) Was that a Seinfeld episode? Not that there's anything wrong with that. Anyway, um, it is so key, so imperative that you trust the process because you are literally being trained by the universe all the time. It's not just a mind-based process. There are subtle energetic fields and frequencies that are being attuned every moment you guide it with your intention, whether it's conscious or unconscious. And it doesn't mean you have to get everything perfect. When I say clean up your environment, I'm not saying you must uh, channel the energy of Marie Kondo in every area of your life, because realistically, that doesn't work for a lot of people. And it sure as shizzle (laughs) doesn't work for me, right? I don't need all of my underpants neatly folded in my drawer. And then that means that is the absolute sign that I will manifest $5 million this year because all of my underpants are folded like origami cranes. I do not give two flying hoots about that stuff. What I care about is efficiency and working within the framework of things that don't create heartburn, chaos, and stress within your life. You do what works for you. You make up your own rules and do what feels good. Always do what feels good. But also be aware that some people just do enough to get by. They kind of, they get a little bit lazy. (laughs) And I'm like that sometimes because I don't believe in balance. I think that balance can actually be total BS because there is no way that all of the different areas of your life can be in perfect alignment all at once. There are different levels of focus that you have. And and me as a very uh, passionate entrepreneur that works on many different products and, and, uh, projects all at once. And yet I have four children, three of which I am raising under my roof right now. I have, you know, a marriage that takes work. I have three dogs. I have a household and we don't have any help by the way. You know, it's, it's not very glamorous around here. We used to have a nanny and we used to have cleaners coming in and all that kind of stuff. And I really wanted to peel it back to basics and not have any interruption with my energy and my frequency, because sometimes you have to really take it back to basics to see what pattern is forming. That's with that being said, though, there is no shame. (laughs) There is absolutely no shame in asking for help if you need it and if you can get it. I think it's absolutely fabulous for those that need it at different seasons and phases of their manifestation journey. But if you don't need it, you don't need it. So trusting in the process, not comparing your journey to somebody else's either. Comparison is the thief of joy. And I'll be talking more about that in just a moment. And now for a message from the sponsor of today's podcast. This is an absolutely exciting time of the year, the new year. 
that is, where you have no idea what adventures are in store for you from new travel experiences to new jobs or picking up new skills. There's no better way to prepare for 2023 than by learning a new language with Babbel. Babbel is the language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions. Thanks to Babbel's addictively fun and easy bite-sized language lessons, you can feel confident no matter where the new year takes you. And this is something that I am really excited to dive into further because this year on my manifestation list, which I create every year of my goals, dreams, wishes, and desires, I have added an extra section in there of the different places around the world that I would love to visit. And the thing about travel, and if you know me, you know that I love to research and really immerse myself into the culture of the places that I have visited. So I turn to Babel because it is so easy to learn a language. And here are the things that I really, really love about Babbel. With Babbel, you only need 10 minutes to complete a lesson, so you can start having real-life conversations in a new language in as little as three weeks. Other language learning apps use AI for their lesson plans, but Babbel lessons were created by over 150 language experts and voiced by real native speakers, not computers. Their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective. With Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, plus Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent. There are so many ways to learn with Babbel. In addition to lessons, you can access podcasts, games, videos, stories, and even live classes. Plus, it comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. Start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. Right now, get up to 55% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash manifest. That's babbel.com slash manifest for up to 55% off your subscription with Babbel, language for life. This show is also brought to you by DearUniverse.com. So I have a question for you. Are you ready to connect with the universe and manifest your dreams? Then the Dear Universe Journal is for you. This 13-week journal guides you through daily exercises and prompts to help you clarify your intentions and align with the universe's energy. Every single day, you'll focus on a different theme from starting your day with connection to ending your day with reflection. And this includes everything from gratitude to self-love to visualization and manifestation. So by the end of the 13 weeks, you'll have a clear path for manifesting your goals and a deeper understanding of how the universe works for you. Don't wait any longer to bring your dreams to life. Get your Dear Universe journal today at DearUniverse.com. Okay, so <laughs> let's let's dive into this. If comparison is the thief of joy, what do we do about it if we have a tendency to compare where we are in our journey to somebody else's journey along the way? Now, the key thing to remember is that everyone is on their own unique path and that so often when we make comparisons, when we try to measure up to somebody else's journey, we feel like we fall short. And I know from experience I have before, and it's really interrupted the flow of potential because, and here's the thing that I really want you to lean into, that you are your own sovereign being. You are unique. So by comparing yourself to others, you literally 
you literally hold yourself back from the magnificence that you are capable of. So let's go into the next point, which is taking action. So we have covered now checking your beliefs, trusting in the process, releasing resistance, and now taking action is so important because manifesting is not just about thinking and visualizing. It's also about taking action towards your goals, making a plan, and then taking small steps towards your desired outcome every single day. And sometimes that's easier said than done because when you have things that seem obscure, seem like they may not happen. Like let's just say you want to manifest a million dollars or the love of your life or a baby or a career change or a dream home. Sometimes because you cannot see the path in front of you, you do not know where to begin to take the first step. And I want you to remember that there is an unseen world. The unseen world is so much bigger and more impactful and vibrant and meaningful than what can be seen with the human eye. And that frequency and vibration is the key to understanding how and when to take action. So a few steps you can do. You can take action by raising your vibration. And that's a really easy thing to do. It is so simple to raise your vibration or at least interrupt the pattern of your frequency. So I've mentioned this before that we are always offering our signature energy codes, our patterns of frequency to the universe to respond to. But yet sometimes we get stuck in a rut. It's like we are on that hamster wheel of life and we're not breaking those patterns. The moment you begin offering a different set of codes or frequency or intention or vibration to the universe, the universe as everything is energy will reflect a different set of circumstances and situations and opportunities. This will be delivered into your reality. So taking action can be as easy as cleaning out your refrigerator you're creating space for the new. And like I mentioned before, like decluttering, you don't have to embody the essence of Marie Kondo. You just have to tidy things up and throw out the old and let go of the things that no longer serve you. Your closet is another place that you can do that. Donate the clothes that you haven't worn in years. If if you are waiting to fit into your old jeans or grow into a shirt because you may have lost weight. You know, there are so many different types of bodies and, and perceptions of our bodies that we, we are waiting for them to change in some way. So we hold on to the old. I really want you to get rid of it because you are you right now, perfect in every way possible. And that is how you create changes in any direction you wish to go in to manifest vibrant health. So I know that there are so many people out there that could benefit from many of the clothes that just sit in our closets for years, or you could sell them if you want to generate some extra cash or abundance. There are some really great online apps out there. There's Poshmark, which is a good one, or um, what's the other one? Buffalo Exchange. I don't know which parts of the country they actually have that. So you take your clothes in and then you put them on consignment and that can generate money as well. But what you are doing is you are moving the energy. Moving the energy is the best way to take inspired action when things are just not manifesting for you or working out in the way that you want them to. So get that haircut. And I'm not talking about like revamping your entire look, just tidy things up. 
you know, maybe paint your nails a different color if that's what you're into or uh, try a different outfit or take your dog to a different dog park, shop at a different supermarket, get gas, fill up your car from a different gas station. Just do things out of the ordinary and watch the universe bend around that new frequency. It doesn't take much. Change your bedding, get new towels. You know, it doesn't have to cost anything either. It's just, I'm trying to illustrate here how doing things that you don't normally do will change your life. And that speaks into the idea of stepping out of your comfort zone and watching the magic happen. So taking action doesn't need to be difficult. It could be manifesting, not manifesting. It could be meditation, visualizations. And speaking of which, I have a brand new weekly podcast called the Dear Universe Podcast with Sarah Prout. It is mini meditations to help you manifest. So each week I'll be sharing with you a maybe five to 10 completely free, by the way, meditation that you can download and keep forever and listen to over and over again. That is that has a specific frequency. So even if you just listened to one of those meditations, that would help you to really spark that essence of infinite possibilities. So when I, I'll give you a little bit of story time here. When I was younger, (laughs) when I was, when I just married Sean, actually just before I married Sean, two weeks before I married Sean, I found out that I was pregnant. We had our, our international wedding booked. We were living in Australia and we decided we wanted to have a wedding in Las Vegas and not like an Elvis wedding. (laughs) We wanted to have a sit down wedding and we had all of our family and our friends fly to this boutique motel that was over the road from the old Hard Rock Hotel. It's, I think it's now Virgin. Uh, and now the property's changed hands, but it was called the Rumor Boutique Hotel. And everything was booked and paid for, and business was doing really well. We had a self publishing model for our business at that time, and we had two new books coming out. And authors that were part of that project were actually coming to our wedding. That was really exciting. And we were living in this incredible place. And for us at that time and growth in our business, we were living in a house that was, oh my goodness, I think it was like $1,200 a week, which was a lot for us back then. It was a lot. And, um, I had, and I, this is a story for another day, but I had had a dream about that house seven years before I actually moved into it. And so I was living pretty much my dream life. I had no idea where the future was going to take me. And so leading up to the wedding, two weeks before the wedding, I did a pregnancy test and it was positive. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm pregnant and I have a wedding coming up and oh no, you know, I hope my wedding dress is going to fit in a few weeks because, you know, things grow quite quickly when you're carrying a baby. And I remember feeling, and this is so selfish now that I think back on it, but I remember thinking, oh, I won't be able to drink the, the wedding champagne that I picked out. And, um, I don't drink it all now. It wouldn't matter. <laughs> wouldn't matter at all now. Um, but I remember feeling like, well, okay, this is a change in direction. Things aren't manifesting on my timeline because in my mind I thought, okay, we'll get married. I'm probably not going to get pregnant straight away anyway. I was 33 at the time. I'd already had a couple of kids and, uh, you know, I knew that conception 
would probably be a little bit more challenging. This was a a self-imposed limiting belief. I want you to be aware of that. I'm not saying that you're 33 is old by any means, but for me, I felt like my my clock was ticking. I, I was aware of it. I felt it intuitively. And so two weeks before the wedding, seeing the pink line on that pregnancy test. And in this house, this house was incredible. It was on top of a hill. It overlooked the city. It saw the mountains. It was one of the best properties in this suburb called Ivanhoe in Melbourne, Australia. And it it was like a, how do I even put it? I thought it was the epitome of luxury at the time. I mean, there were gilded swan Uh, faucets or taps, the bath tap. It was a pink marble bathroom with a mirrored ceiling, which is so tacky. And it had like this green carpet, but I thought it was luxurious for where I was in my life because I had struggled so much as a single mother living on welfare. And so getting pregnant before the wedding, and then I think it was about just before the wedding. It was a week before the wedding. So I I found out that I was probably a little bit late. I was about five or six weeks pregnant. And then I lost the baby. And we told my parents, we told Sean's parents, you know, it was the first time I had gotten to tell Sean that I was pregnant. So it felt like a really big deal, uh, a celebration. And then there was literally no time to grieve the loss before having to take the kids and my family and everybody to the other side of the world to get married to Sean. And so I, it's, it's really interesting thinking about that now, the, the timing of manifestations not working out, because that really marked for me the beginning of a very difficult 10 months. I mean, most people say that the first year of marriage is the most difficult. And for me, I went on to have five miscarriages in a row over a 10 month period. So I was pregnant, 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 pregnant. (laughs) And then um, by the time that I did successfully get pregnant with my daughter, Lulu, I had been pregnant for over 18 months. There hadn't been, I think there was like a one month gap where I wasn't pregnant or I didn't have pregnancy hormones in my my bloodstream. So I felt like it was an elephant gestation by the time I held beautiful Lulu in my hands. And so for me during that time as a manifestation teacher, teaching people that anything is possible, I didn't realize back then that there were so many different beautiful nourishing layers of spiritual awareness that need to be brought into the manifestation journey. And so my manifestation techniques at that time, I felt were not working because I was under the illusion that failure was the key indicator that I was not manifesting. And that was a big mistake. This is what I want you to write down. Failure is quite often the thing that appears before success. It is a training ground. And even though there is pain, even though it's uncomfortable, even though it's not perfect and it's not ideal, you are still operating on God's timing, on the universe's timing. And who are we to question that? Because ultimately I did end up getting my soul baby in my arms. And then the very next year, And this is part of a much bigger conversation. And I've spoken about this a lot, how I became comfortable with uncertainty. And that was the magical manifestation secret to attracting what I wanted into my life. And when I grasped that lesson, my life radically changed. The very next year, the year that Lulu was born, we moved to America when she was six months old. And then the very next year, Sean and I decided, well, you know what, maybe we should try to have another child. So there'd be at least a two year age gap. And we thought, well, maybe we would go down the same path again of failure and loss and disappointment and 
all of the things that come with the trauma of miscarriage. And on the very first try, I got pregnant with Ava Moon, who I call my effortless blessing. And she was my, um, (laughs) my last baby. I was done at that point. (laughs) And so no matter what you are wanting to bring into your reality, and I'll, I'll leave you with this today, that I want you to remember to believe beyond what you can see and what you have been told. Because for me, when I think back to 19-year-old Sarah, back in 1999, party like it's 1999, I had polycystic ovarian syndrome and I was placed on some pretty heavy medication. And I remember the doctor looking at the scarring because I had huge cysts that needed to be removed from my ovaries. And I remember him looking at my setup. I won't go into grisly details, but he said, it's highly unlikely that you will carry a baby to full term and talk about cementing a limiting belief. I thought, well, there's no point, you know, I'm, it's just not for me. That's okay. I don't really, I don't really want motherhood anyway. That's fine. (laughs) And motherhood found me when I was 20. I had my, I got pregnant for the first time, but at 16 weeks, the limiting beliefs or maybe it wasn't, I want to be really careful here because there is, there is so much more to this story than just what appears on the surface. And so at 16 weeks, I lost my first pregnancy, but eight weeks later I got pregnant again and I was 21 years old. And that was my Thomas who is now also 21 years old. So the apparent failure before success. And that's a quote from Florence Govelshin, who I referenced earlier. She quite often reminds people in her work that apparent failure appears right before success. It's in that 11th hour of when you believe that your manifestation is just not working. And the only reason you believe that it's not working is because you do not see the physical evidence that it is. But what if what you can perceive isn't true? What if behind the scenes, everything is aligning in perfect order to construct the success story that your soul and God in conjunction as co-writers has created for the trajectory of your life? And so just remember that, just remember that because something hasn't manifested for you doesn't mean that it is not on its way or that something better will come along soon. This or something better, always, always, always in all ways. So that's it from me for today. Thank you so much for being here with me. I've really enjoyed this topic. Um, I hope that we can we can explore and dive in more to this, this topic at a later date because I think that there's so much more to say about this because, because a lot of us believe that we're not good at manifesting and that is simply not the truth. So this is just a reminder that if you found this show helpful at all, informative, insightful, inspirational, please share it. And if you would be so kind as to leave me a review, hopefully hit that five star button on whatever platform that you are currently listening to the show on, that would mean the world to me because this is how the essence and the energy and the intention of the show can get out to as many people as possible to hear this information. My name is Sarah Prout. Thank you so much for being here. Lots of love and happy manifesting.